Welcome, everybody, in the Movie Guys Verse. This is Jordan here, part of Movie Guys Podcast. We wanted to say thank you so much for downloading this most recent episode. If you don't know what Movie Guys Podcast is, we are a new movie review show that is updated weekly. You can check us out at movieguyspodcast.com and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight, we kick off part one of our anti-hero series. We're starting off with Spawn. I am Jordan, and I'm joined here with Eric and Ed. Eric, how the hell are you doing tonight, girly man? You've been violated. I mean, I, someone had to say it. We're going to get it out of the way right now. I'm doing okay. Ed, how about you? I'm all right. I uh, I left skid marks in my underwear, just like clown. Wonderful. You said you have not seen this movie before. No, you've seen this movie. Before, no, I've right? seen it before. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Right. A long time I've seen it. So I was definitely excited because I had very fond memories of the movie, which doesn't say very much about my my childhood, I guess. But you know, in all in all honesty, I mean, I was very pumped when we decided to do this this antihero thing. Well, this movie is officially 21 years old. It was released on August 1st of 1997. I was 10 years old, and my dad did take me to see the uh, see this movie in theaters. That was uh, a little bit of my story here. My dad, uh, my mom and dad divorced uh, when I was when I was a kid. Um, so every Sunday, my dad had me, and my dad decided to take me to movies every Sunday. So I saw a lot of movies I should have seen. I've already shared my Titanic story. Uh, my dad took me to see John Carpenter's Vampires, where the first 10 minutes is nothing but a gangbang titty shot. Uh, but dad wanted to take me to see this movie. Now, I'm just going to paint this picture real quick. Dad never could afford cable, so he never really got a chance to see trailers. He just went to the movie with me and said, uh, that poster looks cool. Is that movie playing? Let's go see that movie. That's kind of much how my dad picked the movies. So he said, oh, this Spawn thing looks cool. So we went to go see this in theaters, and not even halfway through, I will never forget this at all, and I'll probably say this in his eulogy. We were watching Spawn. He, I don't know the part, but he looked over to the left of me, and he just shook his head and said, you're going to tell your mom, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that was my memory of Spawn. Eric and Ed, you both have seen this movie before. Ed, do you have fond memories of Spawn? I mean, I don't have any, like, childhood memories like you do of, of the movie, but, like, yeah, I mean, I remember it just being really, really cool. I have more, honestly, memories of the cartoon of the cartoon that was on HBO mm-hmm. uh, because I remember, like, the those free weekends you'd get HBO and stuff. I'd always try to watch, like, the, the, the Red Shoe Diaries, and, of course, Spawn was on, and it would ruin it, but I would just leave it on. Not the Red Shoe Diaries, I'm sorry, but like they had a, that was, that was Skinamax. You can go ahead and say Red Shoe Diaries. Everyone, yeah. David, David and company, finest, finest role there. <laughs> but what, that, I think, was that Cinemax or was that, was that HBO? Pretty Maybe it was Cinemax. Yeah, but either way, either way, I was trying to watch like the porn. And I remember the cartoon being on and like I really well, liked it. Pretty cartoon. much porn. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, really. It but in terms of the movie itself, I don't have that. Well, I can't say I have that fond of memory like you do. I just remember it. 
Eric, how about you? Do you have fond memories of this movie growing up? Yeah, actually, I went to go see it in theaters, and my mom was was about it. She is like, I I, I was lucky enough because like my both my parents had like very eclectic tastes, like to each their own, you know. Like they didn't, it's you know they had similar ones to sometimes crossover, but you know, so I got exposed to a lot as a kid on, on both sides for a lot of it, and. She was. She loved her some action movies. She's, you know, and some comic book shit. She's down for that too. And also, she she likes John Leguizamo because who doesn't, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I tell you, who really likes John Leguizamo and the rest of the production team of this? Everybody loves Todd McFarlane. Yeah. Todd McFarlane still makes his action figures now. That goes for hundreds of dollars. Not only does he create Spawn, but he creates other. Classic horror monster movie action figures, but Todd McFarlane and New Line Cinema have a beautiful relationship, and it's not a very long story, but I think I need to tell this story before we get into our full review of Spawn here, just to show you the fuck up that has happened. First of all, the movie was made for forty million dollars and it grossed eighty-seven million, yep. so definitely made its money back. Todd McFarlane and New Line Cinema just could not get along; they could not see eye to eye. Creative differences galore. Todd McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, was so frustrated that he said, you know what? I'm going to legally sell you the rights to make this movie for a dollar. Leave me the fuck alone. And that's what happened. Wow. He sold the rights for a dollar. Wow. That would explain why he's the director of the one coming out next year. Yeah. And also, they made this movie... They they wanted to make this movie a PG thirteen. There's no way. No I, way. I actually actually I think this is PG thirteen. Wasn't this one PG thirteen originally? It could have been. I don't know because uh, I know that there's famously two cuts. Well, the director cuts really hard to find. No, it's an R. I'm looking at it now. It's an R. The director's cuts really hard to find. By the way, is it? Yeah, I, I looked all over for it. There's only one in terms of like places to because nobody wants to spend thirteen dollars on this movie. Let's be honest, <laughs> Not, none of the three of us. So, yeah, so it, that was it. Actually, you know what, Ed? I'm sorry to do this, but I, I just sorry fans. I spoiled the hell out of it here. Our little behind the scenes thing, but I just typed in Google Spawn movie rating, and it says right here: released August first, nineteen ninety seven. Action director. Running time, budget, rating, PG thirteen. No, here. Well, if here. that's the case, that's fine. I'm on. I'm, I'm on. I'm on uh, IMDb right now, and it just says R. No, 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 no time out. Because okay, listen. I remember when this came up because that this is what like uh, there was discrepancy about me seeing it because I wanted to go see it, and my mom was like, "Well, let me watch it first, and then you can, you know, base it off of that type of thing." But I remember that there was no swearing in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so like R is like, what the hell? So yeah, I'm seeing an IMDb right now. It says rated R for violence and crude humor. But Google says it's PG-13. I think it was just one of those things because uh, it, this was like in the height of like this, this new spike of, of new technology, right? Of like the mm-hmm. CGI stuff where you have it like where it really, really worked, right? Uh, with a lot of these movies. And it was getting really fancy. And I remember watching, like, a, a big part of how they turned John Leguizamo into the Violator in that, in that uh, room scene, the fireplace, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it was a whole big thing. And, and it looks dope. Like, the Violator looks dope. 
when he's when he is full grown in into his form. So okay, with that, I guess we go ahead and just get into the bulk of the movie here. Uh, Martin Sheen. I'm just, I mean, right there. Movie over with. Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Is this? Yeah. You just want to leave it there. I mean. <laughs> When I was ten years old, and I saw us in theaters. I don't know who the fuck Martin Sheen was, really. And then I, I, I haven't seen this movie in probably a decade. And uh, I got it on Vudu for like four bucks. And I was like, Oh my god, Michael Sheen's the bad guy! Not, not Martin, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Like Martin Sheen's the bad guy. What? Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. the bad guy. Uh, and not a very good, uh, not a very good bad guy. Uh, that's my first gripe with this. Uh, Martin Sheen's definitely doing this for a paycheck, right? What is he doing in this? Yeah, I, I he's just I think he's just one of those dudes who just like wanders around on set and he's just like, Can I can I do this? Is this me? <laughs> I'm gonna grow uh I'm gonna grow a fucking chin beard and think I'm an evil guy and have this chick next to me and just twirl my mustache. Like very, very hammy. Very paychecky. Well, you got to remember, like even at the time, he really hadn't done a whole lot of stuff. Uh, Martin Sheen before '97? No, I'm just saying. Like I know that he. I'm talking around '97, right? He had to work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he did. He's done. You know. Yeah, I'm fully aware of the other films he's been in. You know, okay. I'm, just, I'm just around. He has to work, like. And, uh, you know, it just he wasn't really doing anything at the time. I'm not saying he didn't do anything before then. He wasn't just wasn't doing anything at the time. Probably, but it's just like wow, this is clearly a paycheck movie for him. Uh, I just, I just wasn't sold on him. Uh, but we also have uh, the character Al Simmons, um, which who is who is that? Uh, that's Michael, Michael Jaw White. Michael Jaw White. Why do mm-hmm. I know this guy? He's been in everything you've ever seen. He's a martial arts guy, man. He's just acting. That's what I know. Dude. I know him as Jack Briggs from Mortal Kombat Legacy on HBO. That's where I know oh, him. Oh, Jack. Jack. Black Dynamite. Yeah, right. Black Dynamite is a big one, too, right? Yeah. So he was fun in this movie. Um, but pretty much the plot is your standard revenge plot. You know, Al- is, hold on. He was in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, he was in the uh, Tyler Perry movies, like Why Did I Get Married? Why Universal Get Married? Soldier. Here it is. That's what it was. Yeah. I don't know, just a bunch of that. that you know, shit. But anyway, he's standard thug. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so pretty much, uh, Al Simmons is a standard black ops guy, and from Detroit, by the way. From Detroit. Boom. Well, I, I don't um, think that's specified in the in the movie, but in the comics, he's uh, Detroit. Well, I hope he's. Well, I don't think it's. I think it's L.A. in this, but. Uh, Pretty much just your basic revenge plot. Guy has wife, kids, blah, 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 blah. And he gets betrayed by his boss. He goes to hell, makes a deal with Satan himself to become the he's, spawn. He's a trained assassin, first off, CIA assassin. And he comes back to seek revenge to kill the man who killed him because what happens when Michael Sheen dies, he releases this chemical... Or something like that to pretty much bring upon Armageddon. Um, all right. So now watching this movie, though, before we get into some of the fun stuff, Eric, did you find yourself confused on setting? Because when – because I'm just going to call him Spawn throughout the movie. But when Spawn comes back from hell, is he on Earth when he's living with all those uh, bums in the alleyway? Or is that 
purgatory? Is that hell? Like, where is he? He's at it's Earth. He's in the slums, man. He's in the he's at the bottom. He's at where the where all the scums go to be scummy, I guess. So he is back on Earth. It's not like a purgatory thing or nothing like that. I mean, is is that what you think it it That's is? What I thought it was because 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 he lives on top of that dilapidated tower in a way, right? And that just seems completely out of sorts when it comes to the rest of the landscape of the city. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't know what the, the hell was going on there, but um, it, it, I didn't think it was anything but that. Uh, it's a, I think there's kind of an interesting theory that you have there, but I kind of like that. But uh, no, you like that? okay. Uh, but uh, I was always no. It's I'm pretty sure it's he's, he's just he's just in the ghetto. Yeah, I mean he he had, when this movie picks up, he had been dead for five years. Yeah. So it's. He's now a hell spawn that is now wakes up in the slums. Yeah. Before we can, yeah, we go to his body, and his body's still in the grave. Which we, but before we get into that, let's talk about the bad CGI where Satan comes up and his mouth never moves. His mouth is just wide open. I'm like, if that's true, when I meet Satan, like, hey, 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 Lucifer, don't move your mouth, but speak. I want to see this. Well, what's his name? Is like Malbolia? Malbogia? So, Malbogia. There it is. Is Malbogia not Satan? or? I don't think he's... Yeah, I don't think he's the guy. Yeah, I mean, he might be a devil. I don't know if he's the devil. I don't know if they imply that he's supposed to be the guy or not. I don't know. Well, okay. it, uh, he's someone not to be fucked with, man. Obviously, you saw what what, what kind of did, what firepower the dude was rocking with, right? Right, right. So, All like, right. you know, don't fuck with him, right? I don't want to fuck with that guy. I, I don't want to fuck with that guy. No. Ed, what do you think about the makeup with Al Simmons with Spawn? Not the costume, just the charred, burnt look. <laughs> 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 for, for the for ninety seven, it was fantastic. That's my impression of him. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's his wife's name or what's the daughter's name again? Is it like uh, uh, oh god, what is Cyan? Why the wife's Wanda and his Wanda? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. No, I mean the makeup was good for the age. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything that you could see today. But if you take it back. You know, twenty-one years, and yeah, I mean, it was great. Okay, no, I did. I just thought it was. I thought it was great. You know, also, like that, his eyes turned out green. That's part of me that wants to to think that why a lot of this got the R ratings because this was a, a more of a mainstream superhero movie, and they knew it was going to be catered towards more like a younger audiences. But because of the effects that were in this movie, it may have seemed too real for younger audiences, and I'm sure that's why they gave it an R rating just because of the, the graphics. Because of the because the visuals in this, I, I I honestly think that's what it is. I mean, the crude, crude humor was was there, but it wasn't really like, you know. I mean, come on. I mean, well, at one point, Spawn's belt comes out when he's getting kicked in the dick by uh, what's her name, fucking Melinda Clark, and it cuts her leg in half. Yeah. So let's talk about the costume, Eric. I asked Ed about the makeup, Eric. What do you think about the overall costume when it actually forms? And he's Spawn. One of the coolest costumes I've seen in a long time, right? Oh, yeah. It, listen, it's dope as fuck, man. Like, 
It, easily, like, this is one of the best, I, I mean, I don't know. As, I saw this as a kid, and I, and I loved it. Spawn is just, uh, is just awesome. I just love that he has, like, kind of that whole Green Lantern effect where it's just, like, to the imagination, anything that they want happens. He actually has some limitations, so because of the whole, well, whatever the hell. Uh, but it, it's just cool. He's, like, this, this dark, you know, anti-villain. That's that's what the series is all about, and he's just doesn't really give a shit, you know. He, he's lost everything, so he doesn't can't lose anything else, so he's just knows there's no... There's no other way. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. It's just chaos. Now, Eric, though, what's cooler? The Spawn costume or the Spawn costume with the red cape? Because that red cape is just, oh, my God. Oh, no, 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 no. You got, you got to have cape. Spawn needs to have cape. There's no, no buts about it there, buddy. You Spawn's got to have cape. Otherwise, it's not complete. Bob Ross needs to throw, okay? <laughs> Spawn, Spawn needs the cape. He, yeah, that's the power. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have it. Now, now, Ed, uh, Spawn has help from a guy who, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, wasn't he a hell Spawn as well? But he kind of like said, "Fuck you," because wasn't he part of like like a crusader, like a Knights of the Round Table, or something like that? Like his well, old guy. I, I don't know exactly who Cogliostro was, but he was. I'm. I think he was. He wasn't a hell Spawn. He was basically the leader of the of Heaven's Army, if I remember, if I, I can, if I can guess right. Okay, I mean, well, maybe he was, maybe he was. I don't know, and I don't know that much about Spawn. I do apologize. Typically, no, I'm just from the movie point of view. From the movie point of view, is that guy a soldier from Heaven, or is that guy? Because you know, at the end when he fights in Hell, you know, he has his medieval getup. I thought he was like a crusader or something, or. Well, and when when they're laying there in after the right after the big battle with the violator, but before the violator comes back, right? They're sitting in Wanda's living room, and he and Spawn says to Cogliostro, "says What would you have done if I would have chosen to lead lead Hell's army?" He said, "I would have killed you." All right, fine, fair enough. Eric, what do you think about John Leguizamo as the violator being only Danny DeVito size in this movie? Oh, it's perfect. Dude. Like this when this movie was coming out, John Leguizamo was hot, 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 right? He just come off of a few very, very successful one-man shows that toured and did HBO specials. I mean, they were big, right? What, Freak and um, things? And, oh, yeah. and then he also had uh, uh, The Pest that came out, too, uh, that movie that that bombed. I'm quite sure I wanted to go see it, which I did, and it was horrible. Didn't he do uh, Summer of Sam during this time, too? That was came a little bit later. I think that's when okay. he started to do serious acting. Um, but you're right, it probably came uh, soon after this, but... Can't we forget he was Luigi in the Super, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie? That's right, so so this he was working. So dude mm-hmm. was, was doing a lot, of, a lot of projects, and that this role actually just, just fit him, I think. Because you needed somebody who could play, like, jokingly evil, basically, you know? Mm-hmm. But on that element of just like, geez, this is fucking crazy. Like, he seems really unhinged, and John Cusano is just that. I've, obviously, if you've seen any of his one-man shows, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Ed, uh, Ed, uh, blah, 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 can't talk. Ed, uh, Eric liked The Violator. Everybody likes The Violator. I know you want to talk about him. What do you think about The Violator, John Cusano, in this movie? Well, as just just like Eric said, I mean, he said it perfectly. I mean, he was the perfect guy to play that, that character because he's not afraid to make fun of anything. 
right? And he's, he's corny, corny. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like they make, like they make multi. He makes multiple fart jokes. Yeah. You know, what what legitimate actor would do that other than a comedian? And the hottest actor comedian at the time was John Leguizamo. John Leguizamo. Yeah, it's oh. a lot, a lot of yeah, a lot of toilet humor, a lot of corny, silly, dumb jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he makes it. He farts and then he. Pulls his underwear out and says, "Oops, he shit himself." And then he farts again within the same scene. And then he goes off and eats a pizza with maggots on it. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like a good maggot pizza? One of my favorite Ugh. scenes in the movie was when Spawn finally becomes Spawn with the red cape, and he disrupts Martin Sheen's party or banquet, whatever he has, and just shoots the place up. What a great '90s action scene, Eric. Do you agree on that? Ooh, that was the big part where you got to see the cape in action, where he descends from the ceiling. Whew, and you just see the, the cape, just the immense, you know, and how fake it is, of course. It looks dumb as shit, right? So yeah. I, I imagine they, they can make it look so much better now, and I'm so excited for this movie to come out next year. Oh, man, dude. I mean, that, but that cape, just the way that it's it's just so, it's its own, it's like the blob, you know? Nice, nice reference, the blob. I like that because it's you know what I mean. It's unpredictable, and you can just tell that in an instant it'll just consume everything. Does whatever it wants to do. It also helped him in his motorcycle chase with the violator at the end of the movie too. That was dope. This okay now. Before we get into our final popcorn rating, though, it it, it sounds like I'm hearing from you guys. Not bad, but is it not bad because nostalgia? Because review glasses on here. The movie actually quite is terribly made, right? Oh God, it's horrible, dude! Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Like this is this is a uh, the the dialogue, the, the situation, everything about it is just you know what I mean. It's it's bad, but I mean this is kind of the genre that we were getting out of this at this time for some fucking reason. Alien Resurrection, Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Like, hey, don't shit on Mortal Kombat. It was beautiful. Uh huh. <laughs> Eric says nothing else but uh uh-huh. <laughs> No, it was yes, it was a shitty movie. But I you I mean I loved it just as much as I loved this movie. Yeah, so that's why I'm wondering because you know, I'm I'm watching this movie and, and, and my wife is watching it with me and she's just like, Oh my god and I'm just sitting here with my seat saying, This is great, this is great, right? But in the back of my mind I'm like But this is not great. I mean, oh no, it's, it's horrible. horrible. It's uh, I would say to some people it's almost unwatchable. Like, really, yeah. but here's the thing is that, like, I I love Spawn, and the dude is such a, a really awesome character, and those few parts in this movie where it shines, where he shows it is, I think that's dope, I really do. I wish I had more of that, but unfortunately, I don't. This is all I get. Oh, well, I get the cartoon, just like uh, it has from HBO, and I get the new ones coming up, too. And it's just a damn shame. With Jamie Foxx. With Jamie Foxx. Because, like, I really think that Michael Ja White did a excellent job as as Spawn. I just like him as as Spawn. I think it was dope. Uh, I I liked that. Everyone everyone else, I don't know what the hell was. I really don't know what was going on. Like John Leguizamo was okay, but like I said, his humor was very crude, and it shouldn't have been R. It should have just been like it just. That's why they did R. Actually, it was all the fart jokes. <laughs> Eric, Eric, um, in, in the original comics, I had a question. Uh, was uh, was Al Simmons spawn? Was he always uh, black? What, I mean, no, he's Chinese. 
No, and I was just curious if they changed it up because if that's true in the comics, if he was black, uh, then this came out in 97, a year before Blade. And so this could be considered like, like, right? Like, I mean, like one of the first major Hollywood release black. Yeah, he's definitely black. He was, he had like a, a brothers and sisters too. He was like a, a one of three brothers or something like that. Okay. Because I'm just curious because people like to say on YouTube and shit, that, you know, Wesley Snipes started, you know, this this superhero African-American thing. And I'm like, wait a minute, wasn't there Spawn before then? People just don't give the movie credit. Because it's a bad movie. Like, yeah. and, and it's not any better. And, and you got to remember that. Well, I played his, his first off better than this. Uh, Fine, I'll give you that. Well, look at the director first off, dude. Like, I will give you that. I'm just saying, though, I mean, like, this is the first major one, I just can't believe that they just don't recognize that, because that's great. I mean, making $87 million, uh, that's, 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 that's good. They, I they really, I am really excited to watch them do it justice in, in this new one, and I hope the hype builds, because yeah, like, that old one, it really was hard to, to watch. I remember as a kid, though, it was just imagination, because there were some really good shots in the, in the mm. film. Mm-hmm. Like it's like as far as cinematography goes, but the CGI is really bad too. Like the parts where they're in hell, it looks like a like a fucking heavy metal rock video. Oh, terrible! You know, and yeah, right. exactly. The terrible. camera moving, you see all the other spawns just going yeah, yeah. It's like doing a, the yeah, same motion. It's, every it's every cinematic to... in in like every arcade game at that time. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. That's exactly what they did. All right, guys, let's get into our popcorn rating here. Ed, we'll start with you. What will be your popcorn rating for Spawn? See, this is a really tough one because I absolutely love the story. I absolutely love the fact that this is, like, the most comic book-like movie ever. You know, they're one step away from having POW on the screen, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, yeah, the CGI is terrible. I mean, the movie just didn't translate that well, so it's really tough. I'm going to step up only because I love the story of Spawn, and I'm going to give it a medium bag of popcorn. Um, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't go that far. But Todd McFarlane obviously is brilliant. He's He created Venom, right? So, I mean, he created Spawn. He's a great comic book guy. So, I mean, just the, deep, the, the depth of the story, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just give it the medium bag. Medium bag for Ed. Eric, what will be your popcorn rating for Spawn? Oh god! Like I'm fighting between like you know, can I do a half half bag? <laughs> it's like, because listen, like there again, there are parts in this movie that that I really do enjoy. Like the, the training parts was in the alley are actually not too bad. Uh, when he's learning to use his his abilities and his capes, and the part that he's talking with uh, um, uh, uh, Cog, uh, Cog what's his name again? Cogliostro. Yeah. Uh, when he's talking with it, like you know, that character is kind of cool too. So like, there there are parts into it, but again, it just a lot of it just seemed ridiculous. It's almost just like they everyone's like, all right, when we're doing a comic book movie, make sure to overact everything, you know, be very uh, exaggerate everything. It's supposed to be a comic book, you know, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be make believe. Jeez, was Joel Schumacher directing it? Fuck. That's basically what I thought, right? It's just like I thought everyone's over the top, and so they're they're kind of acting that way too. And it just doesn't it just doesn't work well. They they needed to find a tone. And this is before comic book movies found a a kind of uh, um, casual tone about them. You know, 
because hmm. the the you, know, you had like Superman, you had Batman from like Tim Burton or um, who did Superman? Uh, Richard Donner. Yeah, and in uh, superhero movies, kind of a little bit before them, they don't really have a pace. They don't really find a tone. They they try to completely go beyond like this whole area of belief and make it like comic booky. Wasn't until we had this new next gen of like Marvel where it's just like, yeah, hey, we're just casual in the real world, you know, just like you, man. And then, you know, they just kind of uh, do this a little bit more, uh, you know, easily. They, but uh, or not as not as uh, showy or flashy, you know. Hmm. Seems to be a little bit more real. But something like this uh, is very very over the top and. That's why I didn't do that. But again, that I, I rambled on for a little bit, boys, and I apologize for that. I think I lost the crowd. No, you're good. I mean, you're good. That's I know. I 100 agree. I 100 agree with everything you said. I mean, specifically, like at the time, superhero movies were, even comic book movies in general, weren't that good because they were going off the source material as opposed to making it realistic. Right. So, right. Yeah. Like I, I, that's the best way I can describe it. Is that yeah, exactly that. Uh, they they didn't know that they could go. They they could color outside of the lines. Right. Ooh, ooh, God, your references. Beautiful tonight. Beautiful. Um, I myself am going to give this one a small bag. Ten uh, year old me is smacking thirty uh, one year old me and saying this is this is a large bag. This is perfect, but it's not. <laughs> um. I mean, like, everything we said before, the CG's bad, the acting's bad, Martin Sheen's is hamming it in for a paycheck. The makeup is fun when he is all burnt up. That is fun. Uh, and, of course, the costume of Spawn is really great. This movie left an impression on me, of course, when I was 10 years old. I mean, it's a very impressionable movie because of all the awesome visuals you do get. And in 1997, I didn't mind the bad CG. I do now. But in 97, I didn't get really give a shit. I enjoyed it. I, it still what. has an iconic scene. Like, here's the thing is that if a movie, I think that if a movie can leave a lasting scene or two, then it has a mark. It, it did something. It, it yeah. accomplished something there. And this is the one where I think that um, Violator trans, transforming in that room, I think, is, is a example that a lot of people like to go to to show, like, movie tech. You know, like, that's, that's the, a go-to scene to, to kind of model after. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, is it just me? Is that is that maybe a a go to scene? Do you guys have in this movie? I mean, I mean that's the go to scene. Him falling um from the ceiling into the banquet hall with the cape wrapped around him. I thought it's very iconic. Yeah, another one, good one. You know, so I, I thought overall the movie had great little snippets like that, but fun movie for what it is. It was better than Sharknado. And that's the first movie I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, you got that going for it. But, everybody, thank you so much for downloading us, all the fans out there in the Movie Guys verse. We are kicking off here with our anti-hero series. I released the schedule on Twitter today so everybody can see, but I'll let everybody know who's listening to the show now what we're doing. Episode 1, of course, is Spawn. Episode 2 next week will be The Punisher 2004 with Thomas Jane. And the last episode in our anti-hero series will be Venom. Leading up to it. I'm nervous because Venom now has a PG-13 rating. Ugh. Eric like the fact that 
Venom says turd. Turd. So we shall see what happens. But thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode. Make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.com, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook, and also you can download our episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Just search for Movie Guys Podcast. We are the logo with the headphones and the bag of popcorn. That, that just seems to fit, right? Thank you so much, Ed and Eric, for joining me on this episode, and we'll talk to everybody next week for The Punisher 2004. Have a good night.